Hey everybody, this is Ruben, and you're listening to Amazing Stories. The Iron Axe of White Rock, an early lowland tale. The ogres of the ancient age had hearts made of stone, locked within the glinting cages of impervious ribs. The ogres of the ancient age were sorrowful, slow creatures who hid themselves deep within the rocks of the mountains. They moved so slowly that it could take a thousand years just to blink one of their great eyes. Eyes as round and vast as their memories. The ogres kept the stories of the people of the rock deep within their throats. It was here that they would nest like the eggs of eagles waiting to hatch when time and circumstance dictated, wings spreading. One such story was that of Orin and the Iron Axe of White Rock. Orin was an ogre with a thirsty heart that had lain inside Stone Mount for thousands upon thousands of years. He would move through the minerals and rocks and bones and swirls of color, hoping at one end to find release. He longed to move at the speed of rain or of the reptiles sunning themselves across his face. A lizard would come and it dart away as if remembering suddenly that they had broken a promise. Orin thought there would be no hope for him and he wept causing great boulders to fall and crush any and all below. But in this sad display, there was contained the answer to his discontent. At this time, the rams were still learning the ways of the great horned beast. They were people of ferocious longing, towering bodies and wild eyes, but they lacked in the tools that would let them scale the peaks that would one day be their home. Astorian was a young ram who happened to narrowly escape the raft of stone that resulted from Orin's sorrowful wailing. He was on his way to fetch roots for a feast when a rock crashed in front of him, opening a hole in the earth that gave way to a great discovery. A shining new substance shimmered in the open rocks. It dazzled his mind, and he dropped to his knees. A vision came upon him of the moon set aflame. The edges licked with fire as it melted into some new substance. Astorian woke from his revelry and fetching many strong men hauled the new rocks to the fires. It was here that the ore emerged that would become iron. At this time, it was believed to be some forgotten material of the gods. Historian in his youth convinced his people not to fear the new substance, and he mastered it after years and months of obsession. He became our people's first smith, and to show his skill, he forged an axe blade. In that time, axes were carved of stone and were deft against wild and flesh, but Anything harder would chip and tarnish the blade. Historian called his weapon the Axe of White Rock. 
and demonstrated its power by swinging it against the face of the mountain, chipping away pieces as though tearing at stale bread. Oren was watching and took note of the discovery. Perhaps he could use this to his advantage. He waited for Astorian to be passing by and surprised him by speaking. Young sire, I believe that you could use this new blade to free me from the rocks so that I might live in a different way. Astorian, like all of his people, feared the ogre, for it was rumored that they fed on the bones of his people and were never to be trusted. Orin tried to assure the young man that he was different and had no designs on death, that he favored no eating of bones. He had only a taste for new sights. Astorian told the ogre he must consult with his people as they made decisions of great import together as a tribe and not hastily on their own. He said he would return the next morning with an answer. As the sun rose, he did return, bearing his axe and an offer for Orin. He would not free him, but would carve hands into the stone that Orin could claim as his own and do with as he pleased. Perhaps it is too late in the story to mention that ogres had no hands, but that was the case. This was a happy proposition for Orin. He knew that hands would be the key to his freedom as he had watched the people of the rock do wondrous things of tiny detail using fingers and fists. Orin agreed to the agreement and Astorian set about carving an elaborate and enormous pair of hands with his axe. When they were done, Orin thanked him and both went upon their ways. It took many hundreds of years, but Orin eventually used his new hands to free himself from the rock, leaving a gaping hollow where his massive, slow body was once found. Today we know this as the Great Hollow. And it was here, in his wake, that he revealed the tremendous deposits of iron that allowed our people to flourish and build and thrive and climb. To give thanks to Orin for his gift of iron, we clasp our hands together at the mention of the Great Hollow. And the few brave souls who stand before it are said to sometimes be able to hear the ogre's great sigh as it fills them with his longing, as it fills them with his restless spirit, as it fills their hands with knowing. The old keepers say that Orin found great adventure beyond Dakota, that he discovered lakes and dug deep holes in the earth, fought evil, and even found love. But those are tales of another age, to be told at another time. Birds of Empire stars Gwendolyn Briley Strand as the Keeper. Written and directed by Jason Liu. Executive produced by Jason Liu, Rob Herding, Sandra Yi Ling, Michelle Zarati, and Shenyan Hiyu. Story consultant Quinn Perry. Original score and composition by Darren Johnson and Matthew Carsenti. Music editor David Tadashore. Audio engineering by Ryan Walsh and David Tadashore. Edited by Jeffrey Fettig. 
Supervising Editor Neely Oftering. Supervising Sound Effects Editor and Sound Designer Randy Torres. Foley by Dan O'Connell, One Step Up. Mixed by Ben Milchev. Additional Mixer, Alex Chuck. Casting Director, Chrissy Fiorelli. Assistant Director, Kelsey Adams. Script Supervisor, Beth Ann Morgan. Production Coordinator, Tom Breck. Head Production Assistant, Alex Buda. Production Assistant, Cesar Chavez. Post Coordinator, Emma Jacobson. Production Legal, Christina Bulbrook and Lindsay Keel. Production Accounting, Pin Chun Lu. Special thanks to Mara Schuster-Lefkowitz. This podcast was recorded under a SAG-AFRA collective bargaining agreement. Birds of Empire is a Q-Code production. Sound recording copyright 2022 by Q-Code Media Inc. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to join us tomorrow for yet another amazing story.